Blog Talk Radio. Hello and greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. My name is Joelle, and I'm the Vibrarian. I'm your host on this show this evening, and I'm here to provide information that I hope will elevate, empower, and enlighten you. I love doing this show. Every Tuesday night, I get to sit down and have a conversation with everyday people who have opened up to their psychic gifts and abilities, and we get to have a discussion about what that journey has been for them. So I'm really excited for tonight's show. We are on Facebook. You can join the Good Vibe Tribe on the Facebook page for The Vibrarian, and that's V as in vibration, I-B-E as in energy, R-A-R-I-A-N. And you can also join me on Instagram and Twitter with the same handle, at The Vibrarian. Our show line tonight is 646-668-8988. You can call in any time to listen to the broadcast. And if you have a question that you want to chime in, just press the one key so that I know that you want to come on the air, and I will work you in as soon as possible. I am here every Tuesday for the Psychic Inside Show. And our episodes are now available on iTunes. I'm very excited about that. So you can download it and listen in the car on the way to work. I know that sometimes it's a little hard to catch things at prime time at 9 o'clock on the evening time. But we do continue to make these podcasts available for you. I also have a YouTube channel where you can catch all of the previous episodes of the show. And that is the library. I don't have a custom channel URL yet. I need a few more subscribers before YouTube lets me go ahead and claim my real estate. But you can find me by searching for the library, B-I-B-E-R-A-R-Y. So I am so glad that you're joining us. Every Tuesday is the Psychic Inside Show. And also on Thursdays on this same channel is the Vibrarian Show. And on that conversation, we get to talk about anything and everything. Uh, We've talked about astrology, astral travel, and lucid dreams. I think we've got episodes lined up for Akashic Records, past life regression, paranormal phenomenon, and all other kinds of fascinating and interesting subjects. So please tune in on Thursday nights as well for our other show on the Vibrary Radio Network. But without any further delay, I would like to sit down and hear for a few minutes and have a conversation with my special guest of the evening, Adriana Wallace. Adriana, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Joelle? I'm excellent. I first (laughs) met you a few I guess it was a couple years ago, and uh, like many of the psychics that I have met, I I first ran into you at the Blue Barn at Gloria Parker's Big Psychic Fair, which is up in Roswell, Georgia here, up to the north of the Atlanta metro area, and I sat down with you and had a reading. I was one of your clients for that time, and I just thought that you were so sweet and nice, and you're actually what I consider to be incredibly young. (laughs) Really? That was interesting (laughs) to see. I don't think you've crossed the 30 mark yet, have you? No, I'm I'm actually 26. 
That's exactly <laughs> So I'm 45. So from from here, you know that. Well, yeah. I guess 45 is the new 25. So maybe we're about the same age <laughs> in spirit, anyway. But um, yeah, I would say that we're in the same age. <laughs> Well, I had an excellent reading with you, and we kind of crossed paths over the, the time since then, and I really am excited that you were able to be on this show this evening. And I just would like to sit down and ask you a few questions about your psychic life. So welcome. Right. So you're so young. Are you a full-time psychic? Um, is this what you do, or is this something that's a side gig for you, or are you kind of full-time in this profession? You know, um, I, that's so funny that I never really considered that. Um, right now, I actually am doing this full-time. Um, okay. Last year, when I gave you the reading at the Blue Barn, um, I thought that it was more of a side gig and that it wouldn't amount to anything else other than, you know, once a month doing psychic fairs or, you know, my friends calling me and me doing readings for them because I do that a lot. Um, But somehow it ended up blossoming into a full-time thing. And for that, I'm extremely grateful. And I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm excited to see what else the universe has in store for me. <laughs> oh, okay. So when did you first experience what you would call uh, your psychic gifts? You know, I don't really know. Um, from what I remember, um, I want to say my earliest memories five, four or five, when I was just lying in bed and I would, um, I would be terrified to go to sleep because I would see faces, if that makes any sense. And I just okay. thought that it was my imagination and I was making it up and then um, <clears throat> it would kind of like mutate into my, my dreams and I would have dreams about people visiting me. And um, one of the people was actually our neighbor. And when I woke up the next morning, I found out, you know, she had passed away, scared me a little bit. And just little things like that over the years. Um, I don't really remember going, ooh, this is different from other people or, um, you know, ooh, I have something, you know, that other people don't. It was always just normal for me, I guess. I think that's very interesting that you bring that up because, you know, when you read about the kind of waves of soul energy that is coming into being on the planet at this time, I get the sense that the younger generations have uh, are what they would say are old souls or they have less of a learning curve, uh, if you will. So uh, because society is so much more open to things such as psychic gifts, um, you might never have actually suppressed it, whereas uh, people of my generation um, might have gone through a period of a decade or two or even three before they came back to something that they used to do as a kid. 
Um, so, you know, you've kind of just now been in the flow and never known anything different. Did your, did your parents uh, react differently when you started talking about these visions that you were having? You know, not really. Um, and I want to say they've always supported that aspect of myself. And, and I feel like from both sides of my family, they're both very psychic. And oh, okay. this is just almost a natural thing for them as well. So they just, um, they made sure that I was, I knew that I was safe and that it was okay. Um, and that I knew how to protect myself and kind of self-soothe in a way, if that makes any sense to you so well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it does. And I, I know recently, I want to say what, I think it was last year, I had my great uncle died in Florida. And my mother took us down to Florida to meet that side of her family that I'd never met before. And they were all just kind of like really far removed cousins and distant relatives. And when I got down there, practically everyone was like practicing psychic or as a tarot reader or something like that and I was going oh my gosh this is this is all into my family and I had no idea (laughs) that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah I thought that was hilarious but um yeah (laughs) so they were uh hobbyists or were there uh, also any other professional psychics in your family yeah um there were professional psychics as well there were hobbyists and professionals, but there were a lot <laughs> to where I was questioning my my reality for a minute. <laughs> oh, like, where wow. did this come from? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, you have a very uh, supportive uh, environment then, so you didn't have any um, pressure to change or lie or downplay what you were experiencing at all not from your family no not from my family no um and i think i thank god for that every day honestly um i i've heard others stories about coming out and um to their family and Mm -hmm. the pressure that they received from them and the condemnation and just the lack of understanding and how much that impacted them and how painful that was. And my heart goes out to them because even though I didn't have to go through it on a level because with my friends and, you know, coworkers in the past and people that I, that I know socially, it's not something that I bring up because I've realized that there's a stigma involved and I don't, mm-hmm. I haven't, yeah, I haven't had very pleasant experiences in the past, if that makes any sense. I mean, I would, I would was say it, about. Hmm? Was it friends or classmates then that you had uh, bad experiences with? You know, I would say when I was younger in school, I went to private school mm-hmm. and, um, I went to a public high school. So it was like the first time I was in public school. And, you know, my close friends, I would do readings for them. And I guess it got out you know, that I was 
you know, doing tarot cards or, you know, what have you. And people kind of treated me a little bit differently. And Mm -hmm. I learned that I needed to stop that so that I could fit in with my friends or, you know, fit in with others at school. And I wouldn't be that weird girl that (laughs) was hanging out behind the lunchroom giving Mm -hmm. tarot readings. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But um, after that... So you talk about tarot cards, like, so was that what, how would you describe your gifts in, like, in your early years? Did you, what, were tarot cards just something that was available to you that you were able to go just put your hands on them and begin working with energy? Or did some, you read something that led you to try it? You know, with the tarot cards, I I was always interested in stuff like that. I was always interested in um, the occult and just an uncanny, like, just fascination. And I could never figure out why. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I would probably say that I began reading about that subject when I was maybe in seventh grade. And I Mm -hmm. went to, you know, a private Christian school. So if you can imagine me carrying around these, you know, <laughs> metaphysical books in my backpack, I would have to put, um, like, scarves over them to hide them in case my teacher looked at my backpack. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. I, I was interested in the tarot cards because I was kind of developing things. I didn't really know how it worked, and I was interested in divination, um, things that was always a passion of mine that grew and um, fortunately it grew into something that I love today and I'm, I'm grateful that seventh grade Adriana went out and got those books <laughs> <laughs> well you know, know maybe I'd be a today <laughs> Well, you know, I'm a librarian, so, you know, I love to hear people talk about books change their lives. <laughs> you know, that's a yeah. win for the librarian's <laughs> books there. So I'm always happy yeah. about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, so how would you describe your your gifts um, when you speak to people about the services that you provide? Um. You know, when I speak to people about the sessions that they would have with me, I honestly, because I realize that spirit kind of gets across what it wants to get across when it wants to do it. And sometimes, like when I was reading tarot cards, for example, I would say, you know, I'm a tarot reader. And so people would show up and I would start divination and I would be channeling. And then all of a sudden, my channel would get blocked, and I couldn't divine anymore. It was straight, you know, hey, your your Aunt Lucy's here to see you. And at the time, I didn't want to, I wasn't comfortable with, with myself, and I didn't have any confidence in my, my own gifts to give readings like that. Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. I kind of shut it down, and I think about that all the time, like all the people that 
could have received that healing that I kind of walled off in the beginning. And um, from there, I went to, um, I had a good friend that was doing psychic development classes. And so I started going to her classes to kind of figure out, you know, how to go from there. And when I started attending, I feel like I I developed um, my mediumship a little bit more to where um, it flowed easily. And now um, I'll I'll do tarot readings, but most of the time I just straight channel because all of that information will come out anyway. Um, So I figured that if I have my tarot cards there, it's more for the client if they specifically request a tarot reading. Um, But I would say that I am a psychic medium, spiritual medium, and I communicate with those that have crossed over and with your guides and with, with any beings that you have for you on the other side that have your best interest at heart. Um, and you, anything that's going to bring this person healing is, is good for them. And so I, I try not to put a lot of words around what I do. I just say, hey, I'm a spiritual medium. Sit down with me you know, let's, let's do this. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of old school in that way. I, I try not to brand anything or, or put any labels on it. <laughs> well, I've actually had several of the guests who've been on the show who said that very similar thing, because what I'm finding is that, people take different words to mean different things. So, you know, one person doesn't want to call themselves, let's say, a medium. They'll call themselves a clairvoyant. Um, uh, Mm -hmm. And from what I have understood from within the psychic community is that everyone is psychic, but not every, so every medium is a psychic, but not every psychic is a medium. That mediumship is a different um, receiving because you are communicating very directly than with um, loved ones, angels, et cetera. Um, well, really deceased people, if, if I'm understanding yeah. the word medium correctly, whereas a psychic can channel angels and guides, but not necessarily loved ones who have gone beyond the veil. Is that kind of That's correct. a correct? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you were a yeah, child, what you medium. were. Mm-hmm. So when you were a child, what you were experiencing were uh, the energies of people who had passed on that you were receiving in your vision and what you thought then to be your dreams. Yeah. Would they have conversations yes, with you, or you would just see faces, or when did you? you know, I mean, I'm actually, thinking about. <laughs> It depended on the energy. Um, I would have conversations with some. It wasn't, it was more of um, a one-way conversation where they would say things to me. And I would just be sitting there like, oh, my gosh, the boogeyman's in my room. And it could be this really sweet woman 
like I remember one time vividly this this really sweet um I want to say like mid 30s female came to visit me and she was like trying to give me you know showing me like giving me flowers like she was really just trying not to scare me and I was completely like I was covered shaking leave me alone like <laughs> mm-hmm. it was scary as a child but um there was a lot of one-way communication going on. <laughs> I wouldn't say at that point I was I was brave enough to to actually um, communicate back. <laughs> I'm just thinking about I was going to say I was thinking about the movie The Sixth Sense. You know when the little young uh, Haley Joe Osment or whatever was, I think at one point he was either hiding under his bed or in his tent. And, of course, everybody knows the big reveal at the end of the movie, so I'm not spoiling it at this point, was that he actually was seeing ghosts and not seeing real people. But he was very scared uh, of what he was experiencing, even though they weren't uh, malevolent beings who were trying to attack him. He knew clearly that he was experiencing something that the rest of the world around him was not seeing, and I imagine he probably thought he was going a little bit uh, off the rails, even at that age that he was in the movie. In the movie, so I can imagine it's a bit overwhelming. Did you, you know, I, continue? Uh-huh. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I've never seen that movie. I've tried. Oh. For some reason, I can't watch scary movies. I'm so sensitive to that fact. Like, if it's a scary movie or a gory movie, I am walking out of the room because <laughs> I will get physically ill. So, oh, yes, <laughs> I think we talked in our. <laughs> no, well, sorry, you'll never see it anyway. <laughs> Well, uh, we did talk before the show, and you mentioned that you are also an empath. So I can imagine that energy uh, is sensitive for you. You know, Did you? That, that's true. I remember being afraid of, like, the Wizard of Oz when I was a child because of the Wicked Witch of the West. And <laughs> any, any um, if it's, like, I have a philosophy in life that, um, that's helped me out so far, and I'll share it with you, and it's just, putting positive things in and that way I can emit positivity. So if I listen to like really grungy or just depressing music, I feel that and it kind of makes me feel, it just feels yucky. So I, I learned to just only take in positive, use my mind, positive energy, positive vibrations. And then I will emit that, um, because if I listen to something like that or I watch something like that, I walk around feeling like that for, I want to say, like a day afterward. And even with people, you know, I'll meet someone mm-hmm. who's kind of like a, a cloud over them. They're really depressed. And, you know, me and my energy are just how I am. I want to kind of go up and, and help them. And that it doesn't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I learned that when I was younger. Um, don't try to help people that aren't asking for help because you're just going to kind of, you're going to drain yourself. But Mm -hmm. when I'm in close proximity to people that are suffering from things like that, I will take that on naturally. And so I've had Mm -hmm. to learn as well how to protect myself and to shield and stuff like that. You know, I can still offer my, 
my help if they ask. Um, but you don't need to be walking around, and this is the problem with a lot of you know young um, empaths as well. They walk around with everyone else's issues on their shoulders, and they don't realize that it's not their own. You know what they're carrying is not their own. They have to to learn how to shield and protect their energy mm. from that stuff because it's a real problem. Well, I think that is really more common than what people realize, you know, and I think part of that is the fact that, like I say in the slogan for this show, is that everyone is psychic, you just may not recognize it. So we really absorb a lot more from our, I mean, you can ask anybody who sits in Atlanta rush hour traffic about empathy, and I guarantee you they will be able to tell you, oh, my gosh, I just got so upset by the time I got home. It's not that traffic was necessarily bad, but I just found myself really just uh, aggravated from the stop and go. And I think that that is the collective frustration energy of hundreds of thousands of commuters stuck on 285 and 85 and 75 for that two-hour period, (laughs) you know, you know, and I think that when we see, you know, I've been on a TV diet for, you know, quite some time, and I found it very helpful to me. Um, mm-hmm. And I tend to be a little more specific and careful as well about what I ingest into my brain space. Um, and I found it helps. You know, it it really does. Uh, we have enough kind of things to filter with our actual reality that, I, you know, I believe that when you add stuff from an external reality, it's not even yours that's fictional in the case of television and movies, you know, mm-hmm. um, that we're overloading ourselves, and that's why most of us are kind of checked out and don't even hear our intuition and guidance when it's trying to uh, communicate messages to us. So um, mm-hmm. I think we're all empaths <laughs> to a degree. <laughs> You know, and I, I, I think I remember you. I think I remember you're a Libra as well. So I'm a Libra, and so that balancing energy mm-hmm. can kind of be a little tricky for me <laughs> until you realize yeah. you have to be grounded in yourself. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it was Libra interesting power. that you brought. <laughs> Yay, Team Libra! I have several people who are listening on the phone lines this evening. Thank you all for tuning in. Our show line is six four six six six. Eight eight nine eight eight, and if you are looking for a reading, those will not happen until the last portion of the show. Uh, if you have a question about anything we're talking about in Adriana's story uh, in the first part, then just press one, and I'll bring you on. And if not, then I'll work my way through in order of um, indication. I've already got one caller who's indicated that they're on hold. And uh, I'll bring you on during the question, the one question reading portion of the show at that time. So I thought it was interesting, Adriana, that you mentioned, the, um, you know, walking around with other people's energy. I was just thinking about, uh, you know, a lot of people understand mediumship from shows like Long Island Medium. And I, I've watched the show before. I find it highly entertaining. Uh, Teresa Caputo is the person who's, um, that's her show. And she's quite a funny lady, but a lot of times in the in the setup of the show is she'll be out in public, 
and she'll start to kind mm-hmm. of get a message for someone and it starts to worry on her and then she winds up approaching them for a cold kind of reading. Of course, we all know that reality TV is scripted to some degree, but it seems yeah. as if she's meeting people out in stores and all of that. And a lot of the psychics that I've talked with on the show indicate that they would consider that rather inappropriate unless it's a very mm-hmm. extreme kind of uh, feeling that you, you must interrupt at that point. But most of them say they try to stay away from that. Has that been kind of yeah. what you experience as well? You know, um, I would definitely agree with that. That is, um, to me personally, nothing against Teresa, and I don't really know how her show is set up, but I, I, I don't think that she's really going around doing that. There has to be some sort of agreement beforehand. Um, mm-hmm. I know that um, I've experienced that before, um, that feeling where if I don't say something, I'm going to feel awful. It's just going to weigh and weigh on me. And when I was younger, I would, I would, um, I want to say that I would go up and, and say something. And this is, you know, this is me, teenage Adriana, so <laughs> I had a lot of lessons to learn. Um, but thankfully, it wasn't developed enough to where I would say something like, oh, your aunt, your Aunt Josie wants you to check under the cupboard because you left, you know, the money there or something like that. No, it was um, it was normally something very vague that spirit would impress upon me. And I feel like we all have times like that where we know we, we should say something. Um, so I would say if it's something they get away with saying something that's not um, imposing on them and that doesn't um, – I, I still do to this day. You know, I always ask my guys, you know, is this, is this the right time? Should I, should I say this, you know? Um, and sometimes it is the right time and there is a reason why I was there um, next mm-hmm. to this person. And that was to say something, um, albeit very vague. But um, I'll, I'll still, you know, I'll listen when they prompt me. But, <clears throat> um, excuse me, I have a, a cold as well. I hope you hear me coughing. <clears throat> That's my cold. Um, going up to someone and re- regardless of their religious beliefs or, you know, even if they're okay with that, um, and it's going up to someone and and just kind of invading their privacy like that is unethical in my book. And mm-hmm. I would feel really horrible as uh, a practicing medium doing that, if that makes any sense. Right. Um, I would feel I would feel horrible. Um, and when I mm-hmm. get those feelings, I've learned to to say, okay, step back. You have to tell the spirit to step back because it's, it's normally them. You know, they, they really want to communicate with this person, and it's not my place as another human being that's living and breathing on this planet to go up and interfere with stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'll have to just say, you know, all right, I get the message. I'm going to take a step back. And I just kind of like I, I send healing to that person. And I send love to that person, and I wish them well, but I'm not going to go, you know, ruin their day. 
Right. Sometimes that happens. <laughs> right. And so that's much different from like a person's angel or a angelic presence or divine energy uh, channeling through to you for that person. This is um, yeah. a different classification, I guess you would say, of spiritual mm-hmm. energy and yeah. uh, that they would have maybe different goals where it's not for necessarily the divine good of the person. It's from that personal connection that was with the person. I don't know if that's a. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And I, I recognize the the need to clarify that um, when I get promptings and, and I listen to them a lot, it's, it's, you know, it's my guides and their guides getting together. I mean, it's, it's that kind of prompting for their highest good. When I'm walking around and I get their, you know, Uncle Joe, that's another kind of energy, and that mm-hmm. can be invasive. Mm-hmm. So I would say there's a difference between the types of promptings that I receive or the types of, you know, information that I receive and whether or not I should move mm-hmm. forward with that depends on, you know, what my channel is picking up. You know, is it coming from mm-hmm. Uncle Joe or their life guides? I do have a caller who has indicated they want to come on. I'm going to check in real quick. This is the caller with the area code 845. Did you have a question so far, or were you calling in for the mini readings? I do have a uh, mini reading question. Is that okay? Well, we're going to bring that on during the last segment of the show. So I have you, I have your number now on the list for number two uh, to receive that. So right now we're just taking questions about the psychic life, but I will definitely bring you back on at that portion. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm going to check in with caller with the area code 646. Were you calling in with a question for Adriana or for the mini reading? Uh, I'm calling in for the mini reading, but I'm just holding. Okay, excellent. I will have you on your first in line. So I'll have you on when we start that segment. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, excellent. I just wanted to check in because the lights were blinking at me, (laughs) and I wanted to make sure that I wasn't missing (laughs) any questions that people have. And I also have a question from the chat room uh, with someone. Um, uh, So we'll get to that as well. So it seems like it will be a very popular night for you this evening after the reading starts. So um, in terms of the mediumship part. I'm very intrigued by that. My, I've had many psychic readings over the years uh, of varying types and, and formats, but one of the ones that really kind of blew me away was the first time I did have a medium session and uh, with my dear friend Marcus Howell, who's a local clairvoyant as well. And I really had confirmation because a dear friend of mine from college who had passed away when she was 29 came through and it was one of those kind of I always knew inside that there was more to this thing I'd always been fascinated with uh, books as a child that dealt with the paranormal but I had never had 
my own real honest-to-God communication that I knew in my total being that I was communicating with this person's energy. And so, you know, I think it's fascinating, the whole idea for people that, you know, um, there is life after life, if you will, (laughs) you know. And is that one of the more interesting aspects of your psychic life? You know, I've always loved the skeptical people, if I should say that, <laughs> um, because when they really feel that connection and they feel the energy of that person they're communicating with um, or that's giving them a message, it really, I can see like in their eyes, that light in their eyes go off and just almost like alarm bells ringing, like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is for real. This is this person. And you can just slowly see that facade that they have kind of, like, crumble and recognize the healing that's taking place within that person. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I love that. I love that. And I feel like that's – it makes my day every time. Every client that I – that I experienced something that, like that with, um, I remember, I remember that moment. I remember um, what they're going through. And I feel like it's a great, it's a great blessing to perform this work. And that's, that's what I, that's what I do. That's why I get up out of bed in the morning. Um, I, I love it. And I feel like if you're going and getting a reading and you're not having that kind of experience, it's out there. It's out there, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to, you know, press tonight is, you know, if you haven't had something like that happen yet, don't give up hope because, I mean, if you're doubting things or um, if you're unsure of whether or not, someone that you love is in a space that is real almost, you know, a lot of people, Mm -hmm. they'll, they'll, they'll feel that it's real, but they won't know it, you know, and that knowing makes the difference that knowing is Mm -hmm. what kind of hits your heart space and it Mm -hmm. guides you through your life. And I feel like I'm very extremely blessed all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of other um, mediums especially will, will say the same thing. Um, they do it for the client and for the healing that mm-hmm. takes place in that client. And it's a, it's a great service. It's a great, it's a great work that, um, that we perform that makes any sense. Well, I, I definitely have seen it or felt it as a great comfort. And even when I've seen Mm -hmm. other people who have, you know, relayed their experience after a reading, it brings tears, yes, but a lot of times it is a kind of cathartic expression that is like Mm -hmm. grief that may not have been able to be moved or joy um, or just overwhelming emotion just in general 
Um, you know, now I have some friends who, you know, we go around to the psychic fairs and stuff like that. And I have some friends who will not have a mediumship session. They're like, you know, I will have a tarot all day. We could talk about me, my energy, my life. But <laughs> when you start talking about medium, they're like, uh, no, I don't want to get into any situation because who knows who I'm going to be communicating with. So how do you address people <laughs> who have, I'm sure you've heard that before. <laughs> so how do you uh, yeah. describe what you do in a, in a, in a mediumship experience? Describing what I do, um, I would have to say the closest closest thing that I could relate it to is being maybe like a diplomat. I want to say mediator sometimes. It depends on the energy I'm I'm working with. <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. it's a mediator, um, but I feel like I'm. I'm representing that side of of things. I'm representing that side of the veil. And so if you notice, like a lot of mediums will kind of put themselves up to higher standards or like, a, what's the word? So they like to set the bar high for themselves because they know that it's a, it's a tough thing to, to go around saying, you know, I'm a spiritual medium and I communicate with, you know, loved ones that have crossed the veil. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just, it's a lot to, sometimes I'll, I'll go to bed at night and go, wow, I can't believe I do this. But at the same time, I hope that I represented correctly. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. did I, did I put Adriana in there at times that were inappropriate, you know? Um, mm-hmm. but I like to make jokes. I like, I, I consider myself a humorous person. Um, so sometimes I'll, you know, if it gets, um, at the end of the reading, I'll, I'll make jokes and <laughs> I'll go, did I, should I have done that? <laughs> I'll ask my mm-hmm. guys, <laughs> should I have said that? Um, mm-hmm. but really it's just, I'm putting myself up to a, a standard that's almost, an, it's impossible to be at as a human, you know? We're all here mm-hmm. to learn and to go through our own karma and to progress. And um, sometimes I'll I'll be a little bit harder on myself than I should be. <laughs> but I would well, say that it's more like a, a diplomat situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you talk about ethics, many of the people who I've talked with and, you know, I've done some classes myself and then looking at the literature and books and things that are out there about being a person who works with people in this type of counseling connection guidance is that there is a very, very strong ethical uh, code that people are Mm. supposed to use, you know, for people who've never had a reading before, I'm trying to also explain a little bit about expectations and and how readers work and what you as a person receiving this communication have uh, control over. And one thing is that um, 
like I know readers oftentimes get asked to spy on people. You know, I want to know what so-and-so is doing. Mm. And, you know, from what I understand, that that's going to be a big, like, no, that's, that's um, I can talk to you and your energies and mm. guides and people who have that um, focused about yourself, but not about, uh, you know, psychic spying, I guess, if you will, would be the, the, the easiest way that I can explain <laughs> it. And also yeah. to not help people do things that are illegal with their, by receiving your gifts, that it's not meant mm-hmm. to gain advantage and in an unfair way against someone. And I've seen, mm-hmm. you know, and also that privacy, that your personal reading details are not then talked about and gossiped about amongst you mm-hmm. and the reader and their family and friends and peers and things like that, that you kind of mm-hmm. hold this, it looks like uh, sacred, almost like the priestly confessional. This is the one-on-one at the yeah. most intimate <laughs> level of a person's spirit. <laughs> so, yeah. I know they say if you ever feel uncomfortable with a reader and what is happening at the time, to just absolutely just get say I'm ending this um, and I'm not comfortable and concluding it. That's it, finito. And I know there have been readers who've also ended sessions because they're like, this is not going in a way that is uh, unconditionally loving, uh, something is off. You know, um, exactly. Now, a lot of people have worries about. (laughs) Well, I was wondering a little bit about that because a lot of people have concerns about, well, when you open up the world of mediumship, how do you know that you're talking with Uncle Joe and that you're not talking with some tricksy, demonic, that's one of the words that I hear used a lot of times, or the malevolent, evil spirit that is going to trick me into some danger and risk my soul because I spoke to them in this medium session. How how does that even work? You know, (laughs) and I'm going to say – to pretend that I know everything is it would be, you know, presumptuous of me. <laughs> I'm smart, but I don't know everything. Um, <laughs> from, from from the way I understand it and the way that I've experienced that, um, there are, the one way that I look at it is the vibration that you the reader is resonating at is is gonna it's almost magnetic in a way. And I, I, I would hate to describe this a certain way and another reader be listening and going, Oh my gosh, that's not how it is for me. <laughs> but, well, everyone um, is different. So <laughs> I know um, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't really know anything um, being a human here, but um, the way I describe it is if you're vibrating, if you're resonating positive vibration at a, higher level um, you're only going to attract what you put out so say if me as a reader I go get drunk at the bar with my friends and then I'm like okay let me go um, give so-and-so a reading 
um, that would be extremely dangerous because the vibrational level that I'm at is going to attract on the other side what I emit. So I'm not going to get the, you know, the higher vibrational being. I'm going to get the lower energies, and that's, that's dangerous. Um, and that's a lot of why readers put themselves at that, that high standard and they have that code of ethics because it's sometimes, you know, the job is dangerous and you have to kind of vet who, who you choose to get readings from. And I know I, I hate to say that, um, but it is, it, it's true. Um, you want to make sure that, um, that you're in a loving space. And if you feel something off during the reading, if you feel that it's not loving and it's, you know, there's a lot of fear there, or if it just feel, feels wrong, stop it. Like, like you said, Joelle, just as, as a client, you can, you can stop the reading and say, you know, I, I don't want to go any further. You know, um, I've, I've seen readers sometimes not really kind of get lost into themselves and not recognize when they're receiving that negative, I don't want to say negative, the lower vibrational energies. And I mean, you, you kind of have to keep yourself in check all the time. You're constantly checking with your guides to make, you know, make sure where you are. Um, it, it's, it's, it's a tough game, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I love it. And you just have to make sure that you're working with the right, the right energies. And I don't want to like scare people. Um, but I do want to put that out there. Um, if you decide to start, um, channeling at home, um, make sure that you're protected. And that you have your guides around you and your angels around you and you, um, you're not in a state that would attract, you know, you're not depressed or you're not, you know, just getting done yelling at someone starting to channel because that's going to affect your channel. Now, I do see that we have a caller. I think they're calling in on the Skype line. Did you have a question for Adriana or were you calling in for a reading? Yes, I'm calling in for a reading. Okay, I'll have you on the list. You'll be the third up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, we've got a nice cue this evening for you at that portion of the show. Um, now, most people, well, I can't say most. That might be a generalization, but it seems like going to channel is not necessarily the first place that people dive right into when they're <laughs> starting to think that they might have some extra sensory perceptions and things going on. <laughs> um, maybe because, excuse me, maybe because it is somewhat more fearful, like what am I getting into? Because I know I keep getting readings and things that are telling me that I'm also, I'm going to be a medium at some point. And I've had a few brushes with uh, 
what I believe one very clear experience that I know that I was seeing uh, clairvoyantly a person in my space. <laughs> it was rather disconcerting. And me personally, I, I don't open up for that at this point because I, I don't feel like I'm educated enough um, to start delving into that. But I have no problem at all uh, connecting in with my guides and angels um, and I am clear audience, so I'm hearing things that I know are from that realm. And since I've had, like, my grandfather present many times through other mediums, so I've come to recognize his presence. But, you know, I, I did, like, a six-week psychic development course, and they didn't even get into channeling through mediumship at that level. <laughs> it was just kind of like learning to tap into your intuition. Now, you mentioned that you did some psychic development. I mean, but you were naturally a medium before you were recognizing anything. So did your instruction talk about mediumship at some point? You know, I'm glad you asked that. Um, when I went to psychic development, um, I actually went to two. Because I was, oh, my gosh, I, I want to find some people that are that are similar to me. <laughs> that way I can kind of develop this. Because um, at that point, you know, my, my the confidence level in what I was receiving was just not that great. You know, I was probably typical, you know, whatever I would receive information, typically I would write it off as, oh, that's me. I just didn't have that discernment. And I feel like, you know, once you get the discernment down, um, if it's coming from you or if it's coming from your guides, you know, I can say 100% everything that I receive without batting an eye because I know it's something that I'm, that I'm channeling. Um, <clears throat> but I did go to psychic, just straight psychic development classes. And those were so fun. I remember we were sitting down like one day doing psychometry and mm-hmm. like, I was like, Oh, I don't really know if I believe in this. Like I was still like very, I'm always very skeptical. Even as, even now I'm very skeptical, <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> hilarious, but I am. And um, I sat down and I remember holding this gold necklace going, okay, I'm not going to get anything, but I'm going to do it anyway. And wouldn't you know, I got a whole lot of stuff and it wasn't me. It was spirit. And I was, you know, because I was channeling and um, I didn't realize, you know, how the energy was flowing. And I learned a lot about energy in the, in those classes. So I'm, I'm grateful for that and how, um, you know, the chakras work and where they are and, and, and how you energetically interact with other people and um, protection and stuff like that. After that, I ended up going to a, a mediumship circle that my friend Katie did. And um, I actually found her um, online. I was like, oh, I need a place to go. And eventually I want to start something like that because I know there are far too many people out there with no place to go, you know. And they mm-hmm. feel like they have to drive all the way to Atlanta you know, to go to development classes and, you know, I'm out in Conyers and my guides are just like, you know, stay, stay where you are and do something that's going to be beneficial to the people, 
you know, around you. Because um, I know mm-hmm. there's so many people out there looking for the same thing that I was looking for, which is, you know, just communion with other people that are similar. And right. at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, that's what I needed to, to kind of boost my confidence up. And there were some mm-hmm. things that I learned there, you know. Um, <clears throat> a lot of professional mediums have been to um, psychic development courses or mediumship courses. Um, I, my guides were always kind of like, you know, if you build it, they will, they will come kind of mentality, like mm-hmm. just do it, do it, mm-hmm. and you'll learn that way. And I think that's just personally how I learned. I don't want to put that out there for everyone, um, but that's kind mm-hmm. of how my journey was. Um, so I went to the mediumship circle for a few months, and my, you know, I know my friend was reading at the Blue Barn, and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to do that. My guides were telling me, like, they were basically bugging me night and day, go, just do it. <laughs> just do it. And um, we'll teach you. Um, and that's that's kind of what happened. I just um, I just jumped in, and here I am, like, over a year later going, I can't believe I am at the place where I am now <laughs> versus a year ago. I'm just, um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm just in a totally different space, and I'm continuing to learn. And I'm not going to say that I'm I'm perfect. I'm not a perfect person. I don't um, have you know a lot of experience under my belt as far as um, how long I've been reading. But I know and I trust my guides. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you are going to want to get a reading from someone like that versus someone that's more professionally minded, if that makes any sense. And I know Mm -hmm. that sometimes I suffer for that, you know, but um, it's not me. The universe will always take care of you if you just put out for somebody, you know, Mm -hmm. if that's the right expression. Maybe that's not the right expression. (laughs) Yeah, no. um, No, it is. (laughs) You know, the thing that I found so helpful, and that's why I highly recommend to anybody to do a class um, or take an online course or even read a book because a lot of the journey is in learning to trust yourself. I mean, we have like, mm-hmm. this amazing system of guidance. Uh, some people, they trust their gut feeling. They may not call it psychic ability, but they know to trust their gut. And if it tells them something, they move and they don't doubt or mm-hmm. hesitate. But in general, a lot of us spend time like second guessing or, you know, I should have done this or I should have done that. If I would have just gone with my gut, that kind of then when you learn your body's indicators, you learn what it feels like to feel true. You learn what it feels like to feel falsehood. You you really do come into that self-trust, and that can help you in any career. It doesn't matter if you're an accountant or if you're a musician or anything. Like that trust is going to be, to me, the most important thing if you never become a professional psychic at all, learning know thyself is kind of like my lovely golden 
aspiration is to always mm-hmm. try to discover as much as possible of myself. And then when I know me, then I can tell what's not me. <laughs> and yeah. so it's nothing else to be able to sit down and do some exercises to learn how to quiet your mind, hear your inner voice, to feel your truth, discernment exercises. That's a lot of what the first sessions that I experienced were all about, was getting you to a place where you actually were able to observe things that were already happening in your reality and view them differently to see more expansion of what they were. You know, mm-hmm. and I also, you know, I think it's so important because, you know, my motto is your vibe attracts your tribe. And so when you realize you're not alone, when you realize that you may have felt like you could have been losing it, losing your marbles because you're hearing things or you're seeing things and there's no one around that you can say, I just had this wild experience. Once you start to talk about it and reveal things to people, nine times out of ten, you may not be ridiculed. Of course, sometimes you are. But when you find that person who believes you, who doesn't say, oh, get out of here, you just have an overactive imagination, that in itself is so wonderful to not feel alone, and to come into yeah. connection and community with people. And I think it's wonderful because we're in this kind of new technology era where it's easy to find mm-hmm. chat rooms and people who are talking about things in groups um, in virtual space, even if they never have met each other face-to-face. And even part of my mission with bringing out this show is to give people examples of stories. And maybe you'll hear somebody's story and you'll say, wow, you know what, that used to happen to me, but I didn't know that that's what it was. I'm not I'm not a freak of nature, you know what I'm saying? So I really am appreciating you having this conversation with me tonight. Um, this is the Psychic Inside Show, and I am here with Adriana Wallace, who is a psychic medium here in the Atlanta metro area. And, Adriana, you take clients uh, over the phone and, and uh, video chat as well, correct? Yes, ma'am. And so how can people get in contact with you if they're interested in scheduling a private reading? Um, I, I normally give out my email address and my email, and I, I'll give it out here. <laughs> okay, it's, excellent. Um, it's Adriana Wallace Medium, A-D-R-I-A-N-N-A-W-A-L-L-A-C-E-M-E-D-I-U-M at yahoo.com. And then from there, okay. you can just shoot me an email, and we can schedule a session. Recently, here's 75% of my readings are over the phone or Skype, mm-hmm. and the other 25% are in-person readings. And I also do um, house clearings, house blessings, um, paranormal consultations, stuff like that. 
Well, that is the next thing that I wanted to ask you about because you do have on your bio paranormal investigator. So, (laughs) you know, I know that you shared with me you were just down in Savannah wandering through some of the beautiful old uh, cemeteries that they have down there. And I was wondering, can you – you know, share with us what the what a paranormal investigation, what's a typical one that you've had, and uh, if you can share what happened and what was the result. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, normally, um, I will go in or they will have me come in beforehand. So I don't do any, like, um, on-site, like, while they're there the investigation team. I don't, I don't do any of that. Um, but I'll go beforehand um, and kind of walk through the area to see um, what's going on in the space. And there's a lot that you can get from, from just walking through. And um, <laughs> I don't really have much to so say about that. <laughs> Is this like a Ghostbusters call? Like when somebody will say, hey, I think I've got a spirit in the house I'm living in. Are they calling you or are they calling like another team of people who are using all the equipment and that kind of thing? Or, you know, you know how does people, the call happen? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had people contact me and I would just go through and, and let them know, you know, what I felt in their home. Um, or on the property, and any impressions that I get, and what's basically tell them what's going on, and from there they can decide how to move forward from that. Um, and, but I've also had a team contact me went beforehand and let them know what I got and what was going on, and then they um, did their session that night and we tried to kind of match up like EVPs and stuff to see. <laughs> it was fun. It was really fun. And um, at the end of the day, in in cases like that, you know that they're looking to to get that healing for their space, and they're looking to clear it and and bless that property as well. So <clears throat> it's always it kind of makes my day when I do stuff like that because I know you know that they're working towards that end goal. You know, okay. I don't do. I don't do very many of those, so <laughs> I've done about four. <laughs> okay. And it's just because I haven't been, you know, I haven't gotten very many calls about that. I know that um, a lot of investigative teams have their own um, mediums that they like to use. So mm-hmm. I'm the backup chick, I guess. Whenever there's something <laughs> <laughs> gets sick. <laughs> That's so interesting. You know, there are all manner of people doing all manner of things that you just would never expect, uh, you know, until you get into conversation and they tell you, well, you know, I'm a sound technician and I go ghost hunting, you know, and it's like, wow, when you get to talking to that person and you realize that they're bringing a great deal of skill and knowledge and this equipment and really filtering out that spectrum to detect things. It's like, that's really hella cool that you're getting paid to do this. You know, how fun is that? You know, (laughs) the kids 
hopefully now, like, kids will be able to say, well, when I grow up, I want to be a paranormal investigator, and it won't be like, no, Timmy, you need to be a fireman, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You can do whatever the heck you want, Timmy. (laughs) Be that paranormal investigator. (laughs) It's it's actually a lot of work. It is a lot of work. (laughs) And um, and you do have to make sure that you are – go ahead. Oh, I would say uh, go ahead, ground it and protect it, and I'm sure it has to be, like, yeah, very much because you don't know what you're mm-hmm. going to encounter. Exactly. Have you seen physical things moving or in cases where you're experiencing mediumship, or do you mostly just see then the, the person's spirit? <clears throat> I want to say that depends on the level or what you're dealing with. In my in my lifetime, I've seen one apparition, and it was a full-on, like, woke me up in the middle of the night. There is a woman in my room with my physical mm-hmm. eyes. I saw her. <laughs> it still kind of mm-hmm. gives me the heebie-jeebies, and I do this. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if you can imagine, like, seeing with your eyes, someone standing there physically is a whole different thing than going into your, into your space and, and viewing things in your mind's eye, you know, with your third eye. Um, It's a whole different feeling. It's a whole different dynamic. Um, I remember waking up when it, when it happened, this woman woke me up at 1226 AM. And for, I want to say two weeks, Afterward, I was waking up at 12.26 a.m. going, oh, my gosh. I'm <laughs> putting my head under the covers like I was five again. And um, mm-hmm. at one point, my guys were like, Adriana, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? <laughs> but, um, it, you know, it's, it's a scary thing, you know, even as an adult. But um, <laughs> I, I, have seen, um, I have seen things with my physical eyes. Um, that one woman and, you know, just, you know, the typical shadow figure sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. But I always just kind of divert back to that one experience that creeped me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything being like any kind of like poltergeist activity. You know, I haven't seen anything mm-hmm. being thrown or anything like that. But um mm-hmm. I, I hope I, I don't. <laughs> I check in with my guys there and say, hey, this is not something I want to want to see right now. <laughs> but um, if right. it happens, it happens. And I'm not um, territory. I just haven't experienced that yet. Well, and that's one thing that I've um, also understood, then, that as you are exploring your gifts and abilities, you can tell your guides, hold on, like uh, you know, or if you're if you're being approached by spirits and you're not wanting to be in communication mode, that you say no, you know, not right now. I'm not open to this, and they then recede from your being present to you, or your guides then will when you're ready, then bring you into a certain area of activity. So it's not like you're just like 
ripped open like you will do this now <laughs> kind of thing. Mm, yeah. Is what I understand exactly. is correct. Yeah, yeah. Um if I walked around channeling all the time or open all the time, as some people would say, I would not be able to function <laughs> in mm-hmm. um in this reality, in in this life. And that's that's like defeating the whole purpose of me being incarnated. You know, and mm-hmm. or any you know, you don't I feel like at the beginning of their journey they think, Oh, I have to do this all the time or I need to, to be you know, receptive, and that kind of, they learn very fast if they do go that route, that it takes a toll on their health. I mean, it, it's um, it's not it's not a good thing <laughs> to be mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it's possible, mm-hmm. but I would have to argue that they won't last very, very long. I mean, they get tired very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you you've got to. When I before I do a reading, I open myself up. So I, I you know I meditate, I ground, you know, I'll open my channel, and that's when I get in that space. Is when I'll be able mm-hmm. to um, to do the reading. Um, but you know that's not to say that sometimes when I'm not, when I've you know protected myself, I'm going to. I'm basically closed at this point. I'm going to Kroger, like, you know, public <laughs> down the road, and I get bombarded. Sometimes that does happen, and that just depends on the energy of, you know, of the spirit that comes in. And then, you know, I'm wondering, okay, did I, did I get something? <laughs> mm-hmm. Did I go through my my morning protection too fast <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. times like those, you just kind of have to brush it off and go, okay, you know, step back. I'm not open right now. And, and just kind of redo your, redo your protection. And um, mm-hmm. if it's really important and if it's something that's meant to happen, it'll, meant to ha- it'll, it'll happen. It'll come out later mm-hmm. when you're actually channeling. Um, but no, I would say that's very unhealthy to be channeling all the time and definitely hit you health-wise. Very it would draining. be like running a marathon all day, every yes. day. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you run your race and then you go refuel, you know. Um, yeah. So to carry that energy, um, it's almost like you have to kind of hold this um, higher vibration or, you know, hold this um, this space for spirit to be mm-hmm. able to it's like you're meeting spirit in the middle I'm, I'm going up and I'm meeting you know my you know my guides or spirit coming down okay we're kind of meeting in the middle mm-hmm. and that way we can hold this space and when you are through when you're done channeling you kind of have to go back down and occupy yourself, and that's when you feel tired, and that's when you feel drained, and you don't really realize how how much energy you are carrying during mm-hmm. over. And sometimes I have to just go take a nap mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, it just depends. And Do we need to get you a piece of candy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me some yeah, oranges. And that's why, <laughs> yeah, and that's why a lot of um, 
practitioners will make sure that they're eating healthy and that they're doing the things that um, are good for their bodies because they are, they're doing physical work as well. They have to carry that energy. Mm-hmm. So it is a thing. What? Practitioners drinking shakes and, and yoga mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm getting into mm-hmm. yoga. Mm-hmm. haven't yet. <laughs> but, um, well, uh, we are getting to the point of the show where we're going to get ready to take a few, um, few callers for complimentary reading, and I'm so appreciative that you're willing to do that in this space, and we talked about it some before the show, and I don't know if you need to take just a couple moments here to kind of do what you do offline. I'm going to go ahead and run through the kind of show um housekeeping for just a minute or two here and then when you come back if you can just kind of give us an outline for the callers of how you would like it to happen so um, I know uh, it's been a lot of questions coming at you fast and furious so if you want to do what you need to do I'll take care of what I need to do (laughs) so this is the Psychic Inside Show And my name is Joelle. I'm the vibrarian. And my goal is to bring you experiences and information that you find uplifting, elevational, and empowering. And so I have a lot of things that I'm uh, putting out there into the universe for people. Um, I have two radio shows here on Blog Talk Radio. On Tuesday nights is the Psychic Inside Show. And as you can see, we have a conversation with people about their psychic life and what their journey has looked like. And every Thursday is the Vibrarian Show, where I get to just talk about whatever topics I find curious from week to week. I do have people who join me on the panel um, to talk about whatever the topic is, if that's their subject specialty or they have some experience, or if they just want to get on the line and be part of the conversation. It's kind of a free-for-all. This Thursday is going to be actually part two of our last episode on astral travel and lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis. So my special guests were Paula Gore, who is the singing shaman. She's here locally in the Atlanta area, and also clairvoyant Marcus Howe. And we... Uh, talked for about an hour about astral travel, and we never made it to lucid dreaming and sleep paralysis because it was so much information that came out about astral projection and travel. And it was quite interesting because during the show, uh, Paula and Marcus started reading each other and energy that were around them. So After the show went offline, I brought them both back on to an on-air room, and we continued for about another 30 minutes because there were some presences making themselves known to Marcus, and it was something new for him, and Paula was able to share what energy reading she got off of that. So I will be making that available on the YouTube channel because it was kind of like Oprah after the show. (laughs) It was a little more casual, but it was completely interesting. So uh, Paula and Marcus will both be back on Thursday at 9 o'clock
talk. We only talk for an hour on Thursdays. We go a little longer on Tuesdays because we do want to provide the opportunity for the readings. But if you'll tune back in and you can find the previous episode out on the YouTube channel. I also would like to invite you to come down if you are in the Atlanta area. The third Sunday of the month is a pop-up event called the Vibrary Elevation Station. So the Elevation Stations are a place where you can go to get lifted. It is a combination holistic vendor fair and psychic fair. So on the one side of the house, we have vendors who are bringing products and services, things that they're making, handmade soaps and body products, jewelry, crystals, organite, metaphysical products, candles, incense, sage, etc. Um, it changes every, every month based on what vendors are available. And then on the other side of the house are psychic readers of all types and shades. Usually there's about seven or eight readers. And so we have astrology, tarot, mediums. Um, we have a dream interpretation person who will be there this month. And uh, just something for everyone, a palm reader, although I don't know if she'll be back this month or not. But um, you can find out more about the Elevation Station on Facebook. It is going to be from 12 to 6 on Sunday, June 18th at the Cupcakery, and that's Cupcakery with a K. That's down in East Point, Georgia, off Main Street, and you can easily Google that to find the location. We're there from 12 to 6, and you can purchase readings, and you can also book your reading in advance through the Vibrarian Facebook page if you would like to sit with a specific reader. I'm always adding new readers to the um, options, so be sure to check back and see who's uh, gone ahead and sent me their RSVP. Again, so that's June 18th, the Vibrate Elevation Station, and um, we'll be moving around the metro Atlanta area, kind of like a bookmobile, bringing high vibrational experiences to places around town where there aren't any metaphysical stores or places where you can go for this type of um, experience. So, now, Adriana, are you doing okay? How's your throat? It's okay. It's as good as it can be right now. <laughs> okay. So, well, for the reading, so um, would you just explain a little bit about how you would like to interact with the callers? Um, let's see. I guess it just depends on how many callers that you have. I want to kind of get there their questions addressed. Um, well, we're not rushed for time at this point. Um, you know, I would say max 10 minutes each to get to the minutes. three that we have on hold at this mm -hmm. time. Um, so you can certainly spend time with them on the question. And um, for our listeners, there may be some dead air time as Adriana needs to consult with her guides and, and everything that is happening. So we just are patient. I'm not going to have small talk, and I basically will turn it over to Adriana to manage your question and call after I bring you on the air. So um, if you're ready to go, Adriana, then I will go ahead and bring the first caller on. Okay. All right. Caller with the uh, area code 646, you've been holding the longest. 
you're on the Psychic Inside Show. So, hi, good evening. Um, how are you today, first of all? I'm sorry, we're having a Hello? bit of a it's a bit okay. of a challenge you with your uh, Okay, can you hear me better now? Yes, yes. yes. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hey, how are you this afternoon, this, this evening? I'm <laughs> great. How are you? <laughs> Good. I'm a little bit under the weather. But I'm calling to take a look uh what the uh, universe has uh, in regards to my love life. I'm sorry to catch what you said. Okay, so I'm calling to see what the unit would say in regards to your love reading. Oh, a love reading. Okay. So what is your question All right. for Adriana? Um, do you see me getting into a relationship, I would say, by next fall? Next fall. Hold on. Okay, so what I'm getting now is this is all dependent on. I don't know what that background noise is, but um, this is all dependent on what you want for your life. Um, I feel like what your guide is trying to say to me is that if you if you really want this, it's going to happen for you. Okay, and I don't know if he's talking about a specific person that you're thinking about um, or just a a relationship (laughs) in general, but um, this is something that you've wanted for a long time, and this is going to happen for you. Can you hear me? For you, um, if you put yourself in that position, he's saying, okay, so it's dependent on the choices that you're making um, as Mm -hmm. far as if you're putting yourself out there, if that makes any sense. And I feel like there's already someone that's that's for you, okay? okay. Um, or someone that you're thinking about. Um, it's almost like a, a have patience, be patient, because you okay. need to, uh, there are some lessons for you to learn in this okay. and, and being, <clears throat> and being, hold on, and being with yourself and comfortable with yourself. Yes. Definitely. And, yes. and being all right with integrating this other person into your life. I feel like what he's okay. saying is, is integration here. Um, huh. But it, it's going to happen when you when you are are done with with this process with this period. Okay, it's like okay. He's showing me like a break. Yeah. There's a break here, yeah. almost like you've had a a while, and there's just a little bit more of a break, and then. When you're ready, it's going to happen. Bye. That's all. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank, thank you so much for holding and listening so long this evening. You sure. uh, kind of chimed in very early, so I appreciate you uh, listening to the whole show. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, um, going to switch over now to our second caller. Um, so let's see. This is caller with the area code 845. Are you here? 
Hi, yes. Hi. Thank you so much again for taking my call. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And a lovely, lovely show. Thank, Thank you. So yeah. you have a question for Adriana tonight? <laughs> yes, please. Um, I was wondering, I'm wrapping up a project, and there is somebody who's um, interested in it. They've told me, you know, they're interested in it. They want to take it on um, kind of like a merging. So I was wondering if you see it um, going well for me, if it'll be um, lucrative, successful. Hold on. Thank you. All right, they're showing me like a whole bunch at once. (laughs) Um, Hold on. Okay. They're showing me... I'm going to ask you a question here because it's going to sound a little bit strange. Um, Either do you work in some sort of like furniture or doing something with furniture or like are you moving your furniture around right now? I know it's a Um, crazy question, but I'm I'm seeing like kind of like chairs or kind of something moving as far as like furniture um, wise. I pace. I pace when I'm on I'm on the phone. I actually just sat down to ground myself. I'm a pacer. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That, <laughs> that wow. could be it. That could be it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm getting like four things at once. Um, so I'll set that one aside. Um, what they're saying as far as the project goes is this, this is going to be something that's a long time coming. Um, again, I feel like maybe that's a theme. But um, hold on. Yes, you're right so far. Be careful what you wish for, or be careful. Hold on. And I hate to say that, but that's what they're saying. Almost like this is going to be a busy period for you coming up. Okay, it's it's been a, it's been stressful um, to get everything the way that you want it. And <clears throat> if it does work out, I feel like they're they're not giving me an answer, a sure answer as far as um, hold on. Almost like there is a decision that someone else has to make before before this goes through, if that makes any sense to you. Um, yes. There's, there's, this, that's not been made yet, if that makes sense to you. So I can't. Really? Um, they're showing me like two, two different, um, two different paths for this to go. But definitely for you, um, it's gonna. They're saying don't worry. Okay, it's going to turn out the way that it's supposed to turn out, and it's going to turn out well for you. Okay, and it's going to be a busy period ahead. Um, not as busy as in the past. Okay, so it's almost like you're scrambling to get something accomplished, something done, and then you're going to have a little break. Okay, you're going to have a little break to kind of like relax. And um, hold on, and take care of yourself. And stop worrying about, um, okay, they're saying you're going to not have to worry, okay? They're okay. almost saying, like, you're you're a person that kind of, like, 
wants to make sure that everything's perfect or um, mm-hmm. hold on, dwells on things to make sure that no mistakes are made and everything comes out right. Okay, and they're saying almost like sometimes you have to take a step back from from things like this. And um, they're showing me like people involved being kind of um, hold on. I don't want to say wishy-washy. I feel like they're saying wishy-washy, but they're saying um, almost it, it, it's going back and forth sometimes. And you're going to be in a more steady, st- stable position in the future. I want to say in one month, number one, is significant. So one week, one month, um, but something in the short term, okay? Oh, wow. Does that help? Yeah, that, Do you have any? Yes, yes. Uh, just to clarify, these people that I'm, I'm speaking about, um, their company name begins with an A. Um, I don't know if if that's you know more helpful. Um, would that be the people you're picking up on? Hold on. Can't answer that for you. I'm I'm getting a male with like dark hair. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, yes, yes. Um. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know who who, you know, if he's in the company he or what. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's who I'm I'm speaking about. That so it I don't could know. be kind of wishy washy, but it's okay. Basically, don't worry. It'll work out for the best for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Hold on. The thing, just as far as you personally, know that it's going to be okay and it's going to work out for your highest good. It's going to work out in your favor, okay? Um, I'm sorry. And I take some time that. to relax. Oh, they're just saying that make sure that you take some time to take care of yourself and, and kind of breathe in this process because you can get kind of focused on something and like hyper-focused. And, mm-hmm. and you need to kind of like and they're they're almost showing me like shaky or like um I don't know if it's just, just feeling like really stressed out. I don't know. It's it's almost yeah. like a hyper yeah. shaky kind of thing feeling. Um take some time to kind of relax, okay? And they're showing me um hold on. I'm sure I have this right. Okay. Doing the things that you like to do. All right? Don't forget to do the things that you like to do that make you happy. And this is almost like um, go buy some scented candles or something. It's kind of like put the, the room almost like the atmosphere and an, an, an uplifting um, energy. That way um, it will help calm. You're just mentioning calming. Oh, thank you. Does that help? That sounds lovely. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> don't forget to do those things. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Well, Thank I hope you, Thank you so much for... Yes, it does. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for holding and for asking your question this evening and, and best wishes for your outcome. Thank you, and blessed, blessed night to both of you. Thank you so much. For you too. Me. Blessing. It's so sweet. Thank you. Okay. We are doing good. I have actually two other callers 
three with questions, but we're still doing good on the time. So I believe that this is our Skype caller this evening. I love when people from Skype calling because the number shows up as one 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 one. So that's so high vibration. It just makes me smile every time. So how are you? Thank you for holding. I'm great. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. So you have a question for Adriana this evening. I do. Uh, Adriana, I'm wondering what you're picking up around a move um, to a new home for me. Okay. Um, Hold on one second because I've gotten just really tired all of a sudden. (laughs) Uh Hold on. Okay. I feel like you're saying the number three would be significant for you. And this, hold on. This is something that you're dead set on doing. Do you want yes. to move? Yes. Okay. And it's like you're you're stuck in a place and you're just dead set on I'm going somewhere. Um, hold on. I feel like you have the place picked out. Like, do you have the the house where you're where you're moving to already picked out, or the everything set with that? You just have to kind of do yeah, it. Yeah, um, I do have it picked out. I'm actually waiting for some renovation work to be completed, and I seem to be caught up in some bureaucratic red tape, and wondering when that red tape is going to be lifted okay. or you know finished. Okay. I know right off the bat, before they gave me any information, they said the number three. Um, and I feel like that would have to, that would be dealing with that situation. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, when when I'm working with the energy and I'm, I'm receiving the number, you know, it could be three weeks, it could be three months. Um, I don't feel like it's going to be, hold on. I don't think it's going to be too terribly long. Uh, I do feel like there's another option for you um, as far as, hold on. Was there another place that you were, that there, there's another option here? You're saying there's another option besides this house that you that you want to go to? Um, um, there, at the moment, there's no other option because, like I said, I'm renovating, so I've already invested in this Yeah, house. yeah, okay. I don't know why they would be saying that. Put that one in your pocket, okay? Um, but they're definitely saying that. Um, they're just saying it's, it's going to be, hold on, it's going to take some time. And something to do with, is this a two-story home? It is. Okay, something to do on the second, the upper level. Yes, so, that's where the delay um, is. Okay, yeah. They're just saying that, that that second level, the upper level is going to be, it's going to take some time, but it's going to be, it's going to all work out for the best, okay? So it's like you're, you're uncovering something that you hadn't noticed before, and then you have to kind of deal with the first issue, or the second issue before you were dealing with the first one. Um, kind of stuff like that. Um, but it'll... 
it's going to come. I have a, okay. So here's my question. I'm trying to figure out if the bureaucratic red tape is just typical city hall red tape or if someone is doing this intentionally. Hold on. Okay. I, what they're saying is this would be um, typical for this area, okay? Almost like they're slow or something. This is a, just a, a typical thing, okay? This is not intentional. Um, hold on. It's almost like a perfect storm, all right? And you have to go around all these hoops, but it's going to be worth it in the end is what they're saying. Um <clears throat> Hold on. It's going to feel like it's intentional, okay? It's almost like you know that somebody's doing this on purpose because it's so ridiculous that there's no way that this is going to be um, normal. And they're saying that feeling that you have, and it's like it's, it's awful. It feels awful. It's like just frustration, okay? Um, but this is just how this um, is going to play out. There's some lessons for you in, in this as far as, um, hold on. Being thorough. Being thorough. And um, and making sure everything is the way it's supposed to be. I like kind of crossing your eyes, or crossing your teeth and dotting your eyes. Okay, they're just things being thorough. There's some lessons that you're learning here, and it takes great inner strength and patience to go through this um, because they're saying it's, it's been very taxing on you. Um, and are you feeling very tired? Because that could just be me. Um, but sometimes no, when I do readings, okay, because they're just extremely tired. Um, hold on. Take a moment to breathe, okay? Um, it'll work out. Number three, and um, you're meant to eat healthy with you. Make sure that you're eating healthy, okay? Yeah, I, yeah. I just changed um, my diet. Yeah, make sure that you that you continue to do that. Um, that's going to help with your energy, and your energy levels, and um, also the walk. That's going to help, right, going on walks, um, okay. something like that. So I feel like it will work out. It's just, um, <laughs> it's just like everything else in life is <laughs> another lesson. Um, <laughs> yeah, I any, know. I feel um, like I've had enough lessons for a while. I need, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um I go through the same thing, but um, <laughs> it's um, definitely frustrating sometimes, so I, I empathize with you, um, but I know what, if what they're, they're saying it's going to work out. Okay. It's just going to take a little bit of time, and um, hold on. There's some sort of paperwork that you're waiting on. There's some sort of document that you're going to be signing, 
or that you're supposed to sign, something like that. And that could just be like something as simple as, you know, moving forward, okay? Um, but they're they're mentioning that coming up very soon for you. Okay. All okay. right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you so much Thanks. for tuning in this evening and, and uh, holding so patiently. I hope you'll tune again another week, and best success will. to you I in will. your process. Thank you. Okay. Adriana, we have two questions that have come in from the chat room and then one more caller with the area code 707. I saw you pop on there. So let me get to the chat room uh, real quick. We have um, a person chatting under the name Ann Iva, and she is wondering if you see a a positive romantic outcome for her and her beau, who is uh, the initials RP, and if there is a time frame that comes out for um, their relationship situation. Okay. This is a toughie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what they're saying is... Um, this is going to be more of um, a short-term learning lesson for both of you guys. Um, and I hate to say that, but that's that's what I'm getting. Um, and they want they want you to to focus on yourself at this time, okay? And almost like what I said earlier with um, with the other woman, it's more. Like I have a theme here. This is more of a taking care of yourself, um, being grateful for where you are in life, and not trying to rush things. Okay, and it could just be hold on. Saying that this this can turn out any way that you want it to turn out. Okay, so I, I want to take that back. It, it's not a definite short term thing. Okay, um, so don't freak out when you hear this. Um, almost like what you put in is what you're going to get out. And if you spend a lot of time on yourself and focus on yourself and being a whole person for you, then this is going to impact this other person to be a whole person for himself. And, and that's, what's going to propel you guys forward. Um, at a place where, you're learning a lot from each other, and the lessons that you are learning aren't all the time easy to go through. <clears throat> but it's up to you whether you want to go through them or not, okay? It doesn't have to be, hold on. It doesn't have to be the way that you think it will be. And it doesn't have to be the way that he thinks it will be. Um, almost like mutual understanding and mutual mutual love. Okay, they're just they're saying the word mutual. Okay. I am monitoring the chat room here to see because I know there's a bit of an air delay when it goes through the streaming. Uh, but I have not seen any follow-ups from Ann Iva. 
um, at this time. So I will go ahead and okay. move on to the second question uh, because we do have another caller to come to uh, uh, before the show goes off. So um, I will definitely have you repeat your email address, and and Ava, if you want to go for a quick yes, clarification please. afterwards, please email uh, Adriana. This yeah. is the first time I got to ask questions from the chat room, so this is interesting for doing live <laughs> readings by proxy. <laughs> so yeah, the other question uh, in the room, it says, uh, I have a question about something I keep seeing. I keep seeing a large spider when suddenly I wake in the middle of the night. But once I'm fully awake, there is no spider. I feel like my angels are trying to tell me something, but I am not sure what it is. And uh, this is from New Year Real Me, is the person in the chat room. Okay, hold on. I want to know if this person is afraid of spiders. I feel like this is a fear thing with them. Some sort of, um, hold on. Something that's not being, hold on. Fearing like there's something to be done that hasn't been been done yet. Hold on. This is this is complicated. <laughs> the way that they're giving this to me. Um, feeling like you haven't accomplished what you were supposed to accomplish and worrying about the outcome. Almost like I would, this would be a wake up call kind of thing. Almost like a subconscious make sure that you have all your um, everything all your irons in the fire something along those lines. Is there any um the per- well the person followed up and said that I killed one before I started seeing them. Mm. Okay. Are these like um hold on I'm getting like like different kinds of spiders. <laughs> like it's not always the same kind of spider. Um, <clears throat> glowing spider and then like a, a gray spider and um, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I feel like this is um this is a fear that's an underlying fear of something that hasn't been that they feel personally um, guilty about or that hasn't been done, okay? So it's almost like it's it's turning into a worry. And this is a reevaluate, hold on. You must reevaluate your priorities to make sure that you're getting everything done and that way you can, you don't have to worry about what's left undone. Okay. They're, they're still talking, and it's, <laughs> I'm trying to get it. Um, but it's the same thing kind of over and over again, all right? Almost, it's very cyclic. This person would be a very cyclic person. I don't know if this is they're into their habits 
or they like routine. Um, they're, they're kind of going in cycles, okay? Okay. So it's almost a, well, a pause and evaluate kind of thing. What I will do is that um, I will give you the chat room names of the people who asked the questions, Adriana, yeah. and then they can email you uh, for a follow-up clarification because I do understand it is somewhat hard to do through the chat interface uh, the psychic part of the question and answer. It's very challenging because of the delay. So uh, New Year yeah. Real Me, I will have Adriana. What is your email address now? If we go ahead and give that Adriana again. Yeah, it is um, Adriana, A-D-R-I-A-N-N-A, Wallace, W-A-L-L-A-C-E, medium, M-E-D-I-U-M, at yahoo.com. Okay, so... New Year Real Me, if you could go ahead and send her an email uh, to finish up, uh, you know, with any clarification that you might have about that question. I do have mm-hmm. one last caller. Uh, we have about a little over five minutes left. Caller with the area code 707. Welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. You have a question for Adriana? Uh, yes, thank you. Adriana, do you see a committed relationship coming in this summer? Okay, hold on. Do I love these? <laughs> it's like they want to talk about everything else but that. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. Um, um, do you have a daughter? Yes. Okay, and um, I feel like they're they're trying they want to talk about your daughter, and not the the question <laughs> that you had. Um, so I'm kind of well, trying I to divert like, everything. Well, what her personal well, information well. online? Huh? Well, I she don't does, want her personal. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm just yeah. I'm just kind of diverting them. <laughs> they do this sometimes. Um, There's going to be a break for you, okay? This is a break period. Um, or f- for that question, this is... Um, I-, I don't... Unfortunately, I don't see that happening for you this summer. Um, almost like they're giving they're giving you a break for some reason, okay? Um, they're saying in the future, yes. In this in this time period that you've given, um, I don't feel that happening. Okay. And um, hold on. There's other things coming up for you that if you were in this um, relationship, that it would be hard at spaces. So they're kind of giving you a break. All right. That way you no, can I kind of. <laughs> I wasn't looking for a break. Yeah. Right now, definitely, I'm, I'm yeah. On a, um, there's nothing really going on at the moment. So that's why I was asking the question was that the next thing coming up? Ah, okay. Let me ask it that way. They're, they're not giving me very much information, okay? They're just saying that um, that this is a break period 
and I keep trying to go back and ask um, for them to elaborate, and they're just saying, nope, that's, that's what she needs to hear. Um, so I'm just going to leave it at that. I wish okay. I could help you more. <laughs> I wish I could help you more. That's um, okay. I, you know, if that's what you're getting, that's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, well, I do thank you for coming on. It is, you know, there's a lot of challenge with doing readings in public space, and I certainly would encourage you to email Adriana uh, for a private uh, opportunity if you're um, wanting to touch on other areas that the, you're, you know, aren't wanting to be in public space at all. So uh, it's a very intimate thing to be dealing with spiritual information, and I appreciate everyone who's willing to ask a question in public space and receive the answer. And Adriana, I appreciate you for being willing to uh, uh, provide readings on display for everyone else as well. So caller 707, thank you so much for calling this evening. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, blessings. It'll work out. <laughs> so uh, we're down to the last 90 seconds of the show, Adriana. So I just thank you so much. This is uh, uh, It's still the learning experience for me as the host of the show, uh, how the readings go, because every reader is different and every situation is, is also different. And the person who uh, was talking about the spiders did say, I think I get it. I'm supposed to be studying for an exam, and I have been working instead of studying. I haven't been prioritizing. <laughs> Thank you. I will email her as well. So <laughs> All right. I said it's kind of challenging to do the chat uh, interface. So, Adriana, I hope that awesome. you will be reading at the Elevation Station later this month. And if anyone uh, has a question for you, please reach out. And I'm just so grateful that you connected and made yourself and your life available for our listening audience this evening. And if you have any final word of wisdom that you'd like to give in this last few seconds, um, feel free. <laughs> Um, I would just say, um, everyone listening, just be true to yourself and be confident in what you receive. Um, and if you want to, if you want to make that connection with with spirit, go. Hold on, go ahead. <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't don't feel afraid. They're they're mentioning fear, so don't don't feel afraid. Okay, <laughs> that's for somebody. Thanks. Well, thank you. That's for somebody listening. And I just thank you so much this evening. And I look forward to our next conversation. And this has been the Psychic Inside Show. And I'm Joelle, the Vibrarian. I hope that you have all of the positivity and blessings that you can possibly hold this next week. I'll see you on Thursday for the Vibrarian Show and next week for the next episode of the Psychic Inside. Until then, be well. Namaste. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.